Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, wherever and whenever you happen to be listening to this. I'd like to welcome you to today's uh, show. I can't say what number today's recording is because um, this is the first interview, and I'm not going to be responsible for editing today's session, so I can't uh, pre-plan ahead of time to say uh, what number this is going to be. And I am really um, happy, I'm really chuffed to have um, the first interview ever on the podcast to be um, a woman who is partly responsible for this podcast coming about um, in the first place. For those of you who've listened to the um, podcast, I'm sure you remember the story, but I'll just go ahead and test Nene to see if she can remember how it is that we met and uh, if she has any idea of how this podcast um, came about. So I'd like to introduce Nene. I know her as Nene for Lauren Shaw. Although, whenever she sends me emails, I see on the link, Nene uh, Batubo. So, we'll uh, also get that <laughs> clarified as well today, whether she's Fuller or uh, uh, Batubo. <laughs> so, she is a communications uh, specialist. She's not um, based in the country like us. She has left uh, the shores for finer climes. So, she's currently living it up as an expat um, professional in America as a communications uh, specialist. So, um, Nene, for show, or Batubo, yes. welcome to the show. <laughs> Thank you for having me. I'm super excited, you know, that I am the first guest on the show. Like, amazing, because, I mean, you have over 400 episodes, right? Mm-hmm. 428, I think. So. Yeah. I think. But, um, amazing, amazing. Because this, when, when did you start the podcast? Uh... I can't remember. I think this is the third year that the podcast oh. has been running. Oh, that's great. That's great. Yeah, so yeah, the, the Battle Ball is actually my maiden name. So oh, just... maiden name. Okay, so for Lauren Shaw, yeah, so... your... Okay, the marathon name. Okay, so anybody who's looking yeah. for you, who wants to hook up with you after we are done with this podcast recording, they should be looking for, for Lauren Shaw online, not Battle Ball. Yes, but even if you search for Battle Boy, you most likely find me because somehow I'm able to use both. So okay, okay, all right, that's cool. Yeah, cool. So, do you know how you inspired the podcast? I know that we had we've had lots of discussions about things like this. Like we've done some brainstorming sessions, but I can't remember exactly when we got to the point that we we're like, okay. This is happening. I, I know we've had discussions about stuff like this. Okay. Well, Remind at the very least, do you remember how it is we met? You know, it just feels like I've known you forever. Because, <laughs> <laughs> because we've been we've been talking for a while, so. Yes, we've been talking how? for a very, very, very long time. Okay. Well, this actually this yeah. is how we came about. So, in the beginning, if you remember, I used to make uh, videos on Facebook. Yes, yes, okay. yes, yes. Yes. I used to make I videos remember, on I Facebook, remember. and I had been doing it for a very long time. And I just got to this place where I figured nobody's listening anyway. This thing is not having any impact, so let me just stop. And so that's what I did. I stopped. And for me, I thought I had made the right move because when I stopped, I didn't hear from anyone. So I figured, eh, I wasn't making any impact. There was no need anyway. And so I just left it like that. And then after um, a while, maybe a month, not up to two months anyway. I received a message from, I received a uh, Facebook message, uh, yeah, I received a Facebook message from uh, some random lady who turned out to be you, asking why I had stopped uh, 
the videos. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember. And, um, yeah, yeah, that's how the conversation started. Basically, we wanted to find out why I had stopped mm-hmm. the videos. Um, anyway, we hopped on a call. I think a WhatsApp call, and mm-hmm. um, yeah, anyway, that's that's how the relationship began. Basically, anyway. So you said that you found some of the videos useful. You thought it was good, and that I should um, mm-hmm. continue. And that is what um, inspired me to continue putting out videos there, exploring all my ideas around um, sales, uh, business in general. Although at that time I was just business in general, I hadn't uh, started um, going on about my gospel of um, sales. So um, mm. that's how I started pretty much, because what you did just uh, lit a fire under me. It made me realize that there are other people who are um, listening and who find these things, uh, these ideas um, yeah. valuable. And so that is how you are partially responsible for the birth of the podcast because I continue doing those Facebook recordings. And then um, eventually the side conversations that we would have um, around exploring podcasting as a medium. And uh, so that's how you are responsible for um, wow. the over 420 episodes that we have now. And for those people uh, who uh, follow me on uh, Facebook or on Instagram, so the videos over on uh, Instagram and Facebook, you know, so that's why I'm partially responsible because I quit. But then you sent me a message to say, uh, why did you stop what you're doing this useful? And so for and that... And then that gingered you. It gingered me. And so for that, I would like to say thank you very much. And for people oh. who don't like to hear the sound of my voice and you think I should stop what it is that I'm doing, now you know who is responsible for making sure that I <laughs> remain uh, on the air. So thank you very much for... Um, inspiring me for encouraging me and uh, yeah you're part of the reasons why this podcast episode is uh, this podcast is still um, going on today so thank you so that's how we met and that's the backstory behind the podcast you're welcome (laughs) okay so today's podcast uh, recording is not about me it's actually um, about you and some of the value that you can bring to our audience um You are a communications specialist, and we figured that part of the ways that we can bring value to the audience today would be to talk about reputation management, because it's not something that we do consciously in most parts of the world, especially in Nigeria. It's not something that we do consciously. So that's what we have you um, here to talk about today, reputation management. So I'll give you the floor. Uh, Why don't you just give us uh, an overview? Um, What is reputation management? Okay, so I'm going to be explaining this from the communication standpoint. Um, So reputation management basically is really about influencing how your audience perceives your brand. It's influencing how your your audience perceives your organization. And when I say audience, I mean it can be internal audience, so your employees or external audiences, so your customers. And this influence usually happens through how you communicate. Um, The way you communicate with them is how you're able to influence how they perceive your brand, if that makes any sense. Um, Also monitoring what people are saying about you online, offline. It's a way to also influence how people see you. And when people see you a certain way, that is what your reputation essentially is. Okay. Okay, that's cool. It makes a lot of sense. And I'm sure that listeners, uh, regular listeners of the show, will be familiar with some of these ideas because we talk about how um, in the sales process it's important to establish um, credibility and to show some competency. So what I get you um, 
if I understand you correctly, then the way that you communicate with your internal stakeholders and people on the outside, um, it, uh, it helps build, um, it affects the way that people um, see you. So if you communicate yes. with people in a very um, harsh, abrasive manner, um, then of course that's also going to relate to how you're perceived internally and also mm -hmm. out there in the marketplace, I mean. Yes, yes, exactly. Okay. Um, and then okay. it's also, yeah, it also goes just beyond that influence. It has actually more to do with your character, so your business character. And there's this quote I saw that says, focus on your character, not your reputation. So I just want to emphasize that sometimes people pay people to try to make them look good online. So they try to pay people to do reviews, those kind of things. Those are no ways to influence your reputation. What actually is the main thing that affects your reputation is your character. So your business character and the way your values, your ability to communicate, how you show concern for your audience. Those are the kinds of things. Those are the kind of ways that you prove that you have good character and then good character is your reputation. I just want to explain that further. So just in case people just think influencing can be or oh, let's just get people to say good stuff about us and just build our reputation. That's not actually building your reputation. That's just influence and it's not, um, it's not actually the way to build your reputation. Does that make sense? Oh yeah, it does. It does. In fact, it's something that I think Gary Vaynerchuk has spoken about where he says that um, with the way that the world is evolving now with um, social media and all that, that if you even try to uh, scam folks, if you try to play um, a different game, you're trying to project um if you're not focused on character or um character soft skills guy benedict particularly right now is talking about um soft skills that make up uh, the person and make up the leader so if you're not focused on character or the soft skills and you're, you're trying to project something out into um into the marketplace eventually you're going to be found out and um, yeah. that kind of inauthentic behavior is uh, is definitely not it's not going to fly it doesn't help endear you to uh, the market or endear you to your um, internal stakeholders. So yeah, that uh, mm -hmm. makes a lot of sense. But how did you get into um, how did you get into this game? Because if I'm not mistaken, your academic background is in law, and you also have yeah. uh, prior experience with uh, the wedding industry. That's also another reason why I'm glad yeah. that you're here on the podcast, because it means that you're, yeah. <laughs> you're one of us, even though you have uh, betrayed yeah. the profession and run off to do something else. <laughs> So, how did you get into yeah. this game of communications, reputation management, and all that? Okay, so I basically I stumbled into it. Um, so, like you said, my um, first degree was in law, um, but then for some reason, I just I got offered a position in an events company, um, and it required me moving from Potaka to Lagos, and I really wanted to switch environments. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to take the job. So I went into events actually to start like contracts, drafting documents, those kinds of things, because it was a new events company starting off. Um, so I was just there from the ground up. So the project management phase, making sure that contracts align, negotiating stuff with um, like investors and all that. And after that phase was over, the organization was like, you do much more than just the legal stuff. Why not stay on and do communications? And I had no idea <laughs> what I was going to do. But then that's how I actually started. Um, and then when I started, I realized that I actually 
could do this. So I started reading up more, I started studying more about communications. And then I found that in the wedding industry, I noticed that people were not really paying attention to their reputation. So I think that was one of the things that inspired me to stay in that industry for a while, to see how many people I could help at least build their reputation or help them at least understand why it was necessary for them to be intentional about how they project um, their values and all those kinds of things. So yeah, that's how I got it. Okay. Okay, that's cool. That's cool. Um, so how, um, what are these uh, things that we can intentionally do to project our values? You know, what are the um, principles or practices of relationship management that we can um, rely on to um, help with uh, building our reputation, managing our reputation? So what do you suggest like to said- your, your former brothers and sisters? What do you suggest that we do? <laughs> um, so like I said, I noticed that a lot of wedding practitioners really relied heavily on like referrals so they're like oh i'm good at what i do this person will refer me um but they were not really intentional about building that online presence or they were not very intentional basically like the way they will handle customers they would not care much because they knew they will always get referrals right and i kept noticing that and i would i was finding ways to help solve that problem and one of the things i would say is if you don't build your reputation intentionally, the truth is you already have a reputation. You have a reputation whether or not you build it, whether or not you're intentional about it, there is a reputation. And that's because there is word of mouth. People are already talking about you. So if somebody asks someone else about you, they will say something. And however that person has reported you to someone else is how they perceive you. And all these statements by all these people come together to build your reputation. So why not take charge of that narrative? Why not structure how people talk about you by being more intentional? And one of the ways to do that is having honest conversations with your customers, with your audience, trying to get your, their feedback asking them what they liked about your service, asking them what they did not like. You can't just be brash and just push it off and like, oh, I know what I'm doing, like feel like you know it all. Be humble enough to ask questions. What didn't I do right this time? What would you want me to do better next time? You know, but having those honest conversations online and offline um, is one of the ways that you can build your reputation, especially in the wedding industry, because it's really competitive. So making sure that you make your customer feel valued, making them feel heard, would actually make you stand out from the pack. Okay, I like a lot of what I'm hearing here today, uh, because you're pretty much um, saying some of the stuff that I've been preaching on the podcast for a very long time, um, about how um, conversations, debrief conversations after the event, what went right, mm-hmm. what went wrong, what could I have done better, getting feedback mm-hmm. about how that can improve the customer experience. Um, although I've been preaching that uh, gospel recently because um, I'm trying to come at it from a side uh, a side angle that if we also do these things, it, help us, it helps us to figure out what our unique, um, unique selling proposition is. And then we now know mm-hmm. the, the core thing that we can push out um, in our messaging. Because if we yes. um, speak to 20 brides, 
and out of the 20 brides, 15 brides say um, you're really good at this, you know that you ought to double down on that, and that is something that should be a core part of your messaging, obviously, since it's something mm -hmm. that, that they find the most um, uh, valuable and things like that. So I'm really glad that um, um, to hear um, a lot of the stuff that you have been uh, talking about right now. And that's why in the past, when we've spoken about collaborations, whether doing stuff on Instagram or um, having this podcast recording, I was um, absolutely confident that um, it doesn't matter whatever topic it is that we um, pick. I know that with the expertise that you have in um, business communications, that um, I mean, with your with the principles that you believe in, your spouse, and with your expertise, that is definitely going to be um, an alignment with how um, good sales, good sales practice uh, should be done. So I'm really. I'm glad to uh, hear that you're reinforcing a lot of stuff that I've been saying over here on the podcast. Oh, yes, yes, absolutely. Because, like, collecting that data, like you mentioned, is very important. So with reputation, you have to collect data. Like you said, talking to all your brides and 15 of them say this, then that's part of the word out there about you. So when, when they're talking to people about you, they're saying she is good at decorating more than she's good at this other thing you know so you collecting that data but you actually asking and finding out for sure instead of assuming will help you know what people think about you out there and it also helps like you said know what to build on and to push more when you're um when you're selling so yeah yeah oh and um uh dear listeners for those of you who don't happen to be in the wedding space i hope you can um I hope you've been able to suss out that these principles apply to you as well. I've started off this conversation from the um, event and wedding industry perspective just because that was the um, starting point for the podcast. Although over time, I've come to find out that people from different professions listen to this, uh, uh, listen to this podcast. Uh, I know one or two carpenters, someone in the people in the alternative energy space, a couple of lawyers. Uh, let's see what else. Um, um, so lots of people so the principles apply so let's not um, get carried away with the fact that we've been talking about wedding professionals um, all the while mm -hmm. it applies to whatever business you're involved in as well so if you're in the alternative energy space it's something that you should also these conversations you should be having with your clients so after you install the solar panels you know you come back in three months six months uh, maybe one year is too late but you have to come back and have those uh, conversations how's the product what is working, um, you know, you know, what's, uh, what's working well, what's not working, uh, what could we have done better, stuff like that. So uh, whatever business it is that you're involved in, um, in the service space or in product spaces, um, all, these, uh, all these principles are going to apply to make your um, businesses better, to increase your profits and also to grow your um, reputation. And you know what's amazing about coming back to ask how did the solar panels work? It makes the, the client feel valued. It makes them feel cared for. It shows that you genuinely care. So it was not just about the money for you. It's you want to keep the relationship going. When they feel like you value them, that you think about them, they're going to put in a good word for you. When they're referring you to someone else or when they're recommending you to someone else, they're going to the way they're going to talk about it is going to be different because you came back to ask. 
like how many people really care you know so just making sure that you're intentional about following up also helps to build your reputation and then when you follow up and you see that that person is satisfied ask them to write a review for you that you can post on social media just ask them for a review that way too you've helped to um increase your reputational capital yep 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 oh looks like we have uh come close to, okay we've done over 20 minutes so far well since this is the first interview um on the podcast i i don't want to push it uh, i don't want to push it for too long so um let me just say thank you very much Anna, for coming on the show and thanks for all the nuggets that you've dropped so far i trust that the audience have already uh, have been able to learn a lot about what reputation management is why it's important um, practices that we can use to apply in the wedding and the event space and even if you're not in the wedding and the um, event space so uh, thank you very much for all the nuggets that you've dropped uh, so far um, for people who are interested in learning more about your work and who would like to uh, discover you online uh, follow you um, maybe engage your services where should people look for you or how should people look for you Okay, um, so you can follow me on, it's called The Shift with G. Um, that's my Instagram account, um, my professional Instagram account. So it's called The Shift with G. Or you can word. check my blog. Yeah, it's one word, The Shift with G. Um, so that's my Instagram handle. Um, or you can check my blog, um, blogspots.com And yeah, you can read up stuff that I do on there regarding to communications reputation and all that okay okay cool oh and then before we leave is there any question that i didn't ask that you think i should have um something else that you would like to um, add to the audience um the the thing is reputation is is very broad but i think we've covered the basics um and it's just like we said it has to be an intentional process so it's we i think we've covered like the foundation of it just be intentional communicate transparently and honestly listen implement feedback ask customers for reviews have conversations with your audience and build relationships with them and most importantly take responsibility for your actions so if you do something wrong don't be afraid to apologize but take responsibility for your actions um so yeah i feel like those are a few things we've touched on that are very important and helpful to everyone besides people, not just people in the wedding space. Okay, quite cool. I hope you're also going to be open to more collaborations in the future, more interviews on the podcast. Absolutely. Okay, Absolutely. Quite cool. So for uh, future podcast recordings, if any of you have um, enjoyed uh, this, please um, uh, send a message. I mean, send me a DM, uh, reach out to Dana, let her know that you heard about her um, over here uh, on the podcast and um, the next time we're bringing her back I'll make sure that we have a specific um, case study that we're going to be uh, working on. I'll keep an eye out for uh, cases where uh, photographers flop or wedding planners flop or situations where people could have um, handled the crisis situation better, managed the reputation better so that we can start discussing um, specifics. I'll make sure that the next episode is going to be uh, an actual case study so that we can uh, drill in in very concrete circumstances about how to manage um, how to manage our reputation and to handle uh, business communications well, that'll be awesome okay all right so thank you very much Nene, for um, 
for coming on the show, especially since you have undertaken the uh, huge task of um, uh, handling the editing after this. Because uh, people yeah. on the podcast, they know that I don't do any editing. I just show up <laughs> and I record once and then that's it. So uh, I'm really glad that you've undertaken uh, that you're undertaking the editing for this. Because if I had to do the editing, then this was not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> because I don't even know how. And also, thank you for being patient. Because we should have started uh, the podcast uh, 20 or 30 minutes earlier. But then trying to figure out uh, which link was working, which link was not working, how to get everything uh, set up. So thank you very much for um, your patience. Yeah. Looking forward to the next That's the world of technology, yeah. Abby. <laughs> so I'm looking forward to the next episode. Uh, we're definitely going to start on that. Yes, and yes, I'll make sure yes. that we have juicy uh, case studies for us to um, go over. Okay, so enjoy the rest of your day. And I'll catch Thank you guys you for in the next me. recording. Okay, was fun. <laughs>